Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. With seven kids between the two of us, we know what a wild ride parenting can be. But that it's also the most rewarding job any of us will ever do. As longtime best friends, we've been together for a lot, helping each other all along the way. And now we're sharing our journeys with you, letting you in on our day-to-day to hear what's working in our homes and what's not. Each week, we'll be sitting down to talk all the things, from parenting to TV, relationships to self-care. We'll cover it all. So whether you're a stay-at-home mom or empty nester, join us here to get informed and help your family thrive. Together, we'll figure it all out. Welcome to your Mommy Morning Show. Before we get started, we want to tell you about the Wally phone case. If you've been here for a minute, you know we love our Wally. It has a wallet pocket in the back that stores my cards, as well as a loop for my finger that I honestly could not live without anymore. And they have the cutest designs with leather thread detail. And I seriously think that it saved my phone from a few drops before. Totally. We absolutely love our Wally phone cases. All of you who have been listening for a while, many of you have bought them and we're so grateful. So while you're listening to this episode, go head over to wallycases.com. That's W-A-L-L-I cases.com. And at checkout, enter code MOMVOICE for 15% off your total order. All right, on to the show. All right, Lauren, we d- we were having a funny conversation off mic and I just hit the button. I thought, let's just go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Lauren made a comment about my, what do you call this? A tumbler? Yeah, a tumbler. A tumbler. Yeah. I have like a lot of tumblers. I have a lot. Well, and she does. And, and and I was just commenting it's a different one every time I see her. <laughs> I know. Which I'll admit, I have like, I have a fetish with them too. Like I have way too many. I know. We love our Stanleys. I think Stanley has become like the ultimate mom staple. Mom staple, it's tumbler, crazy. whatever. Like, Everybody has a Stanley. And she, Lauren just said, they're at Target. Yeah, wow. I said they're at Target now, oh which gosh. is so crazy because you used to, well, and I'm sure they're still hard to come by. I have yet to see one there, but I, you used to have like literally mark your calendars and your alarms to jump on to get the new color. And I have Stupid. to laugh because is it? Oh, was I this? the first one you, who knew? Yes, you had a Sarah is I the was. very first one ages ago now. Ages ago. That she had a Stanley, and I didn't even know what it was. I was like, Legit what is eight a Stanley? years ago. I got it in Ross. It's one of the OG stainless steel Super not cute at all. I can like legit remember being in Ross one day, which I never go in Ross, but you know, like you're, when you're in the checkout line, they have like the little tables in the aisles oh, yeah. of all the random crap they're trying yes. to get rid of. Yes. And I remember seeing this tumbler with the handle for the, the first handle. time ever. Yep. There was a handle. It was stainless steel, no cool color, nothing. It's all stainless. I've got to keep it. I can eBay this thing in 20 oh, years and make a million dollars. Absolutely. Right? No, I can remember seeing it and it had a handle. I was like, dude, I that's genius. With my Diet Coke addiction, that's amazing. Right. So I got it and I started using the Stanley and then Stanley's became a thing. It's so funny. It's such a thing. It's like, and they're kind of pricey. They're $40. Oh, and dude. for like, you're like mug, thermos, whatever, tumbler. And the straws are what, it's, 20 it's for replacements? You're it's kind like of like, level. okay, that's, and that's half of it, right? I was like, it's so ridiculous how the fads catch up. Yeah. But I, do you know Trey Kennedy? He kind of oh, does like the spoofs. He does, I bet you know who he is. Um, oh. He does spoofs that are just funny on Instagram, like skits, whatever. Kind of like a um, Johnson Files, oh, like yeah. kind of like that type, okay. type thing. Yes. And he does this one on, on the typical Utah mom. And the first thing is, Oh my gosh, the Stanleys, the Stanleys sold out. So now I'm just stuck with this thermos. And it was like literally like a, like a hot chocolate thermos. He's like, so, but it's Stanley. And, but I fixed the letters and then it says Stanley with L-E-I-G-H. Just the T's of like all the names. Utah mamas. You can laugh at that too. Cause that's like right along with us. Trey Kennedy. He has some funny stuff. Shout out funny guy. He is hilarious. Oh my gosh. The stuff he comes out with. But I just said that I laughing. But also new to Target is um, a new collaboration, a Stony Clover one. Did you get anything? Have you looked at it? You know what? Okay. I was in Target the day it came out at a big, a big super Target. Totally. I passed the little section, whatever. It wasn't even that big. I was expecting something bigger. It was probably like a 10 by 10 section. And the legit, the only thing left were were the koozies, like the, you know, the can koozies that you put on your can drink thing. Yes. What they're called a koozie. I don't even know what they're called. Aren't they called a koozie? You guys, I'm Googling right now. 
I'm going to sound really stupid. There's a little sleeve for like your soda or your beer or whatever you're drinking. I'm literally looking at it right now. I think it's called a koozie. But that was all that was Did you see that Allie on our trip had a koozie of her drink? No. Allie straight up had a koozie in Disneyland. Stony Clover? No, just a koozie. Oh, oh, Like a cup. It it was over her coat. Like a beer sleeve. Yes. And I was like, (laughs) wait, why do you have that here? Allie's my younger sister. And we all recently went on a big mom squad trip. It was so big. (laughs) It was a lot of us. And she sits down to eat and she has this sleeve on it. And I couldn't, I just died laughing. What What was it? Like not like as my sister and as a family member, like we never had those in our houses. I never grew up using them. Even when I get a freebie at like a festival, they just go to the trash. I don't use them. Because we're not like alcohol drinkers. I feel like they're kind of correlated to beer, like your beer bottle or something. Right. But yeah, oh, it's, I'm I all for laugh. it with the DC now. Like, go Are, for it. Do you use them? I think I would, 100%. Like, I've never had a koozie in my entire life. Oh, my gosh. But 100%, this summer, I'm going to convert. I'm, we're going to get our Stony Clover koozie, guys. <laughs> a koozie. What but, is that word, koozie? No, but more importantly, you know, you might know this about me. I can't stand to drink a soda out of a can. Like, look at me right now. Yeah. You guys, do you hear You hear my can? It's right here. Right here. It's literally, I'm pouring it into my tumbler with ice. I hate... I hate the taste of the aluminum can. I hate it. I feel like I can taste it. Is well, that weird? No. Mm, yeah. Do you taste I, it? No, I no? don't taste it. Ugh. I love the like carbonation out of a can the or a bottle. Yes. It is so fizzy and I like love the carbonation rush off of it. But I mean, it's a lot. Like my husband doesn't prefer a can or I bottle can. either. Like in those rare instances where I've had a d- Dasani water out of a can, it's disgusting. I oh, cannot. I, yeah, I can't do that. Like, water, I can't. Can water, that's weird. Disgusting. That's so weird. I me. just prefer anything on ice. And it's funny, my kids have even, like, caught on to this. And they've, like, commented about it recently. It's kind of weird. But anyway. Okay. Well, that, <laughs> that plays the role of all her different tumblers. Yeah. It's full circle, Lauren. A new one every time, guys. <laughs> and today, it's just, like, a cute gray Target. Yeah, it's. Ello, E L L O. Okay, Ello brand. Hello. What you hear it? You can hear it jingling in the background. There you go. All right, Lauren. I know this is like way, 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 way behind, but I just finished Inventing Anna on Netflix. Have you watched? Yeah. Well, okay. You didn't finish it. I finished it. You didn't finish it. I didn't. I have not finished the last episode and a half. And I went to go watch the last episode, and I don't know for some reason I just like. Kept falling asleep, losing interest. So, like, I don't actually know the full closure, which is weird. It's a little lackluster, I guess. I don't know. I I will say, I know all of you have probably already watched this. My mom has watched it weeks ago. She's been telling me about it. I know I'm way far behind on this. But her accent, girl, whoever, I don't even know. Was that real? Was the real girl, Anna, whoever you are, was that how her voice sounded? It drove me crazy throughout. Like legit. It I did. would love to know because oh my gosh. I know joke, you guys, and I feel really awful Horrible. saying this. The first time I heard her talking, like the first few scenes, I go like, I was kind of like, this is a joke, right? You know, right. A kind of a joke. Or is she kind of like, honestly, for some reason, like I kind of kept thinking like maybe she had like a speech impediment or disability. <laughs> like I was like, what? Right. I don't get what's happening. And then I'm like, Oh, she's foreign. And she's pretending to be a different or whatever. I don't even know. She's trying to pretend like she's German. German. Yeah. So is she like trying to be German, but she's Russian and she's really American trying to be all those things? Like it's not working. Did you get to the episodes where she's like being a diva about her court outfits? Did you get to that? I was. Yes. That's where I was. I went to go Google that. And and that's like for real. I, I went to go. I went to go Google her outfits, and I I don't know. It just blows my mind. I don't even know. I'm just like, what this girl? How did she do that? She's not even. I guess I think of someone on that level just being like, like Cindy Crawford beauty, like next level, right? And it just what she's not. She's just pr- kind plain. of average. She's, she's kind of average. Yeah, she's yeah. plain Jane. And yeah. I'm like. Wow, like how did she, how did she get pull here and do all, all of, of that this stuff? Yeah, right. it's so funny. No, I thought it was a very interesting story. And then like finding out, obviously, it's a true story and that I there know. really is an Anna. Um, She's out now. Yeah. Oh, is did she you know out? That? Oh, is I, she? I went and read all about it. She was released on uh, parole. Oh, I'm forgetting now. I think she was paroled, but she's been, um, oh my gosh, what is, retained. She's been retained by the... 
oh my gosh, what is the service with like visas and stuff? She doesn't have a, an active visa like to be- national security or yeah, something? something. Or, yeah, something. She's being deported. Long story short, okay. she's being deported. She's like being retained by not border patrol. You guys help me. What is the word I'm looking for? It's the service that like does that. And she's doing a lot of projects. She's probably going to make a ton of money now, but she's she's being retained as we speak and she's leaving the U.S. Yeah. Wow. I know. Kind of crazy. I went Such and read all about her. <laughs> story. It really is. I know. But I think the one thing that just, I mean, I don't know, just gets old with, well, I love, okay, Shonda Rhimes. I, I do like Shonda Rhimes. I do like a lot of her stuff. So yes. I, I'll give it to her. I like Shonda Rhimes. And did she do this? Yeah. No. Shonda Land. Yeah. She did a Minting Anna? Yeah. No way. I, did you not see the whole scandal cast in there? Yes. You guys told you this. Wait, what? Lynn and Cyrus. Oh, and, yes. And even, oh my gosh, even what's his right. name? The, the pro- DA? Yes. He was in that one <gasps> scene. Oh, yeah. Like a Hall of Scandal was in scandal that show. Scandal was in Inventing Anna. Yeah, every right. time I was like, oh, Shonda must really <gasps> favor these people. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't think I've put that together. Yeah, you know, we talk, oh, that's so we weird. We talked about Shonda. Okay, I haven't remembered that. Yeah, that's Shonda really Rhimes funny. did it. She did like Scandal Dude, she's and Grey's Anatomy. Netflix right now, right? Yeah. Man. I think she has really moved like over to Netflix. Dude. Yeah. Wow. No, but I'm just so over the F word. Like, I know. It's like, I'm not even Spare a prude. Me. I'm really not. I just am like when it is the F word is like in the American language is like the most extreme harsh word really probably I mean there's like one of real them. bad ones yeah, but like right. but in like the common whatever it's like the most extreme word you can use but it's and get, I, it's becoming so normalized it's just so normalized yeah, and I it's know. just so redundant and it's just like kind of like ooh, ooh. like every time I hear it, it's just like enough to just oh it's yeah. just it takes away from the show yes to it's me. like distracting it's distracting totally oh, we've talked about this before but it's just i feel like every single show i watch now because it's streaming and they don't have those same like rules they all just use it all the time and i'm just over it oh i agree um we've talked about this too kind of with sex and shows and everything like when it doesn't serve a purpose or when it's not warranted it's annoying. Like, yeah, it's just like, like, just get out of here. Like, we like, get it. If you're doing it for the shock factor, right. what? why are you putting this in here? Like, I don't know. We see past that. See it, it. Like, and it yeah. just like discredits like the scene, the, uh, the actors, the story, the, the story. All of it. I'm just like, I'm over it. But yeah. anyways, that's a side note. I, I don't totally know. I just agree. like, I just was that one scene with her and her lawyer right at the end. And they're just F, 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 that, F, 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 F. And I'm just I like. Know. Ew, and maybe that's why I was just like, uh, I don't I want to even want to finish this Over episode. It. I'm done. Yeah, it kind of fell off on the end. Okay, I am straight up obsessed, Lauren. You already know about this. We've already talked about it offline. Tyler Henry. Tyler, I want you to come read me, please. I know, she <laughs> is obsessed. You guys. Ah, Tyler Henry. He's the Hollywood medium, a.k.a. Yep. the Netflix medium, a.k.a. life after death medium, whatever. He's a clairvoyant. He's a medium, whatever. I 100% believe in Tyler Henry. I am so obsessed. It's not even funny. Uh, so it's crazy. It is crazy. How old is Tyler Henry? You think? Okay, I think he's 23 today. And I went back and watched. How do you know his birthday? Like today, today? Well, whatever. You mean just right now? Netflix series. Okay, okay. I'm watching his new Netflix series, and it's he's like 23 years old. Tyler Henry, blah blah blah. I go back to his E show, the Hollywood Medium show, which is like so good, way better than the Netflix show, and he's 19. Is it better he's than 19. the Netflix show? Yes, because he's doing like four celebrities per episode. And it's it's just mind blowing, like the stuff he pulls out, and he's a baby. He's nineteen years old. How in the world? He's either like the best actor ever on planet Earth, or he's legit. Period. Yeah. No, I I get that. I watched his E show a few years ago, Did and you? I have not watched oh, the Netflix. I, okay. Yeah, that's what I watched a oh, while back. It's so good. But yeah, he's very intriguing. Mediums. I'm so into it. Oh, totally. Oh it's crazy. It, it is just really... like, it confirms all of my beliefs in a way of like the spirit life and like things that I want to hold on to yes. and like thinking that people who have passed are here kind of watching over us and like right, all of these right. things. It's just so super cool. You guys, I'm like, oh, has he ever like told somebody or something or felt something like bad? Like, oh, I don't is... know. Or is He's... it all like just 
like things beyond the no so he kind of the one i kind of told you about was one about he he talks about like children in the past like i see these children in your future i see like people who are struggling with infertility or things like that that's pretty cool he he mostly talks a lot about like past trauma and like things to like free people from that you know what i mean like if they're holding on to like right. past trauma right he, he kind of like helps them release that i don't know i don't feel like he so much like sees the future but there has there have been a few episodes where he's seen like abusive people in people's past where he's kind of like he's trying to like free them of that and say like don't let them have a hold on you anymore things like that you know what totally, i mean so that totally. was kind of like uncomfortable but it's so funny because most of the people he he meets he like doesn't know and you can tell i mean it's people from like the 80s he wasn't even like born then you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so it's so funny i'm so into That's it awesome i need to go watch it i totally I do go watch it i'm watching it on hulu hollywood medium and i do it died meet tyler tyler come read me Tyler, read my read my spirits, whatever. I'm like so into it. So I fun. love it. I know. The other thing I want to talk about is the Lost City. Our friends were just talking about this on Marco Polo. You might not have seen it yet. We saw the Lost City with Sandra Bullock. Oh, Lost. You look lost. City. I know. Oh, Lauren I thought you lost. said Velocity. I'm like, ah, what's Velocity? <laughs> or what are we going to say about what? Oh, Lost City. Yes. Lost. Let me pronunciate the Lost City with yes. um. Channing Tatum and yep. Sandra Bullock. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So cute. They're so cute. What was your 60-second review of it? I guess I would describe it a rom-com. Like, I mean, there is some romance to it, and it's definitely funny. And I, like, the first half is hilarious. I was just, like, laughing so much. With and, Brad. And, Brad and, Pitt. Right. And so Brad Pitt oh, is in the show, and we he love makes him kind of so a cameo. Much. Oh, I we just, love him so much, you guys. So much. Brad will just like live on forever in my eyes as like the most iconic man in Hollywood For ever. Sure. Like totally. ever. I don't know. He's just something about Brad Pitt is just so he's just so cool. But he's just so handsome and sexy and all the things. And my husband would agree. Like he loves Brad Pitt. Like he's <laughs> like he thinks Brad Pitt's like it's just. He's got too many good roles. Too many. He's just too good. It was so cute. And so he 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 just made it. He was hilarious. His part was so great. He was only in a little part of it, but like he was so funny. So yeah, we we like really enjoyed it. I liked that it was kind of like comedy, but there was some action, some adventure, some adventure yeah. to it. You kind of didn't know where it was gonna go, yeah. and I thought it was great. I actually thought it was like a fun. I just haven't seen like a fun laugh like that in a long time that's what i was gonna say it was the first like rom-com i've seen post-covid in the movie theater but even before covid yeah like, true I feel like it's totally rom-coms have been in like this like dead zone for a totally. long time now yeah i agree i and, totally agree well i'm sandra bullock she looks <sighs> amazing we, in the sequin jumpsuit yeah we were just commenting on how good she looked just and, dying. And how much I do also love Sandra Bullock. Like Sandra Bullock to me, like is always been just so charming and funny. So dependable. So right. You know she, what you're getting. She's so like bold and like, yeah, she's just so great. And it's been a while since I've seen her in a movie. Yeah, so it was like it was so good. fun to see her and she looks so good. Oh my gosh. She looks so good. Guys, she's 57 years old. Yeah. When you go see this movie, keep in mind as she's rocking that jumpsuit, she is 57 years old i was dying i'm Blows like my mind i know i want to be Sandra. Sandra. oh my yep. gosh totally. totally incredible but before we go any further we want to tell you about pogo pass we both have had pogo passes for our family for about two or three years now and honestly every time i use it i just can't believe what a great deal it is Honestly, the first one or two activities pays for it in full, and then you have the whole year of like endless activities, some reoccurring every month that you can use again and again, and then there's just some one big time uses. But like I said before, Sunsplash on its own here in Arizona pays for the past itself to get your family to Sunsplash. Then you can enjoy all the local games, museums, fat cats, um, ice skating. It just goes on and on. The Pogo Pass is available in Phoenix, Las Vegas, Kansas City, Dallas-Fort Worth, and South Central Texas. So go to pogopass.com, that's P-O-G-O pass.com, and at checkout, enter code MOMVOICE for $10 off each Pogo Pass. 
Again, that's pogopass.com. Enter code MOMVOICE at checkout for $10 off each pass. It would be a great idea to purchase now for your summer activities and summer vacations. So go check it out. Okay, Lauren. Well, I've been dying to talk to you about this new concept that I've recently found out regarding sleep. I know. Sarah off the mic (sighs) has told me just like a tidbit of it. And I found this fascinating. I was like, I know we hit on sleep a lot here at the mom voice, but I was like, we've got to talk about this. And you, you just have to tell me more about it. If you've ever, if you've listened to us from the beginning or maybe, I don't know, for like half of the episode, you might kind of get a theme that <laughs> I struggle with sleep. I don't know. You might kind of get a theme that I've got anxiety, a little bit of insomnia, things like that. And my husband and I, we came across this thing recently called the four chronotypes of sleep. Have you ever heard of this, Lauren? No, I don't think I have. Chronotypes, that word like sounds familiar, but I don't know if I could like tell you what it is. I know. Okay. So it's just mind blowing. If any of you out there know this, you're like, yes, this is crazy. The chronotypes of sleep, it all goes back to a specific gene that all of us have in our DNA. It's the PER three gene. Oh, whoa. I know. That's like Crazy. a big P-E-R It's like three. next or per, per three P-E-R, whatever gene. And essentially that is the gene that defines what your circadian rhythm is. Do you whoa. know about the circadian rhythm? Have I don't heard of, think no? I do. Yeah, you know this. All the baby training we've done, there's, the circadian rhythm is like your, your body's natural clock, essentially. Okay. So like okay. when it wants to wake, when sorry, when it wants to sleep, all of those things. And apparently there's like four different types of biological clocks that they have identified by this gene. Does that make sense? No, biological meaning like you're born this way and that is how you're going to sleep and there's no beating it. Or is it like sleep training? Can you retrain your body to do something different? No. So they are saying that this is like biological DNA genetically coded habits that you will have like that your body kind of like thrives on a certain schedule um and it's really super fascinating that they've kind of uncovered this in the past few years as it being a so they're calling the four chronotypes like a classification system for your sleep and productivity schedules if that makes sense. Wow. So like when you're most productive, when you need to sleep, things like that. Okay. I had you take a quiz. Yes, you did. I want to know really, well, hold on. Before we go there, let me name off the four chronotypes. Okay. It's funny because I guess the scientists who discovered this, they actually named the chronotypes after animals who kind of relate to those types of characteristics. So the first one is the bear. The second one is the wolf. The sec- the third one is the lion. And then the fourth one is the dolphin. I want to know which chronotype you fell into after you took the quiz. the bear. Are you? Okay, yes. we're not the same. Yay. Well, I, but when you said, I, I wonder for the same, how could we be I the same? I thought we would be the we same. We function so differently. I know, but we're both night owls. We both yes. function at night. Yes. We both like thrive at night. I was like, oh, this could go really bad if we're the same. Oh Oh my gosh. Okay. So what are you? Okay. I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. I'm going to read the bear. Yeah. Read the bear. Because I only started and I laughed out loud when I was like, you read your summary. What does it say about the bear? Because the bear is the first chronotype. So tell me. It's the most common. Yep. So the most common chronotype, bears are extroverted, cautious, friendly, easy to talk to and open-minded. Bears off- so you. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Know. Nailed it. Nailed it. This is so crazy. This is like Enneagrams, but with I like, love these. I know. This I is- love this stuff so much, you guys. So crazy. It's so fun. Bears often have a harder time losing weight. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> but aspire to be healthy. Oh yeah. Like those freaking 13 miles I just ran. <laughs> and it did nothing for me. <laughs> Yeah. Does it really say yeah, that? that and losing weight, Shut but aspire up. to be healthy. Shut How interesting, up, you guys. Dude. This it's, is weird. It's all a okay, game. Tyler? Oh my gosh. Tyler Henry, are you scared? <laughs> what's You're happening? reading me. Like, what's happening? <laughs> oh my gosh. They avoid conflict and prioritize happiness. Bears have a high sleep drive. They crave and need a lot of sleep. 
Bears may also hit the snooze button a lot more and catch up on sleep on the weekend by nodding off on the couch. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Kind of. All those to yep. be true. Yeah. Kind of. If you are a bear, try to wake up around 7 a.m., which that is what time I wake up, like 6.50 every day. Uh, yeah. For the chrono, uh, for this chronotype, it also pays off to have morning sex, which I laughed out loud. Because you do. I prefer <laughs> <laughs> This will boost oxytocin and um, oxytocin. Yeah, oxytocin, I said that right. Totally. And raise your body temperature. Have coffee at 10 a.m. to maximize your productive window, which is between 10 a.m. and noon. A walk at lunch will stop melatonin production and keep your alert, keep you alert for the rest of the day. Oh my Interesting. gosh. Wow. Skip electronics starting at 10 p.m. And yeah, aim right. to get to sleep by 11 p.m. So you get a solid eight hours, which would probably be around when I like I go to yeah. bed between like 11, 1130. Oh that my is gosh. so interesting. Isn't that creepy? Yes. It's like straight up creepy. That's straight up like me on like all I levels. So, so I know it says so the bear. Your most productive time is in the morning and you typically struggle with like an afternoon slump after oh, lunch. Totally. Would you say that's right? Yes. Okay. So see, yeah. I, my diet Coke crash is not proven by the caffeine. It is just my body. <laughs> it's happening no matter what. <laughs> I know. And you can go read about this, but it says that like, if you're a bear, you should aim to go to bed at 11 PM, which you okay, just that's said. That's what I do. And wake up at seven. Yes, to give you to give you those eight hours. Yeah. That's so interesting. Isn't it? Wow. Well, Sarah's probably like eye rolling because, you know, we work together and my <laughs> kids go on the bus at seven, like 40. So we'll get up like right before <sighs> seven and just like punch it out for an hour. But then I have to get ready. And I, I really could be the smart one like Sarah and get up Stop. earlier and be ready to go when they wake up. So I could be ready to go earlier. But like my body oh my just fights me. Stop it like, right now. Me. Yeah, it's genetically <laughs> encoded. You cannot do anything about it. I can't wait. I cannot, uh, do not expect anything of me before 7 a.m., folks. Amen. <laughs> it says that 55% of the population fall into the bear category and they fail to get enough sleep at night. And that makes them feel lethargic throughout the days. And they tend to be extroverts and so on and so on. So it totally nailed you. That's so well, funny. And it's interesting because I feel like over the last 10 years, I've been able to run on little sleep. Like, I, I will say George can run on really little sleep. I need, like, six to eight hours or I'm, like, yeah. really, like, useless in life. But yeah. um, but I feel like, yeah, if I got to bed at midnight or 1230, I'd still be able to get going at 630 or 7. But as I'm getting older, like everybody, it's, like, harder and harder. All right. So this is just so interesting. So crazy. You ready to hear mine? I do want okay. to know. I just took the quiz, which BTW... We did the quiz from DrOz.com. So of course it's legit. <laughs> of course. Go check I it out. I don't even know. But we'll put the we'll put the quiz in our show notes. Um, you can go do it, but there's tons of quizzes out there. We picked the one on Dr. Oz to go do. Okay, my results are drum roll. Da, 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 da. The wolf. The of wolf. Course. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Of course. It says wolves are impulsive, sometimes moody, and very creative. They react emotionally and can be risk takers. Wow. Mm -hmm. wow. They have trouble waking up early in the morning. Oh. Amen. And are often groggy throughout the day. Yes, I am. They are also not very hungry in the morning, but are ravenous during their peak time, which is at night, which is so true, you guys. That's so crazy. Legit last night at 11 p.m., I went downstairs and I heated up baked ziti and I ate my face off at 11 P.M. Can oh, you even? No way. I'm sitting there late at night like, Sarah, you're ridiculous. But I was freaking starving. I was ravenous. That's ravenous what it says. Wolf at 11 I was a ravenous wolf. Oh, it my. says wolves are comfortable being alone, but also enjoy a crowd or a big social gathering. Well, yes, that's very true That's right. You. The wolf is insightful and intuitive, but can get stressed out easily and fly off the handle. Oh, <laughs> my God. Gosh, Lauren's so going. Crazy. She's like, hallelujah. <laughs> I'm going to make you a shirt, a wolf shirt. I'm a wolf. Wolves need a first alarm about 20 minutes before they actually need to get up to start their day, which is so true. If you're a wolf, as soon as you get up, write, write your ideas or thoughts down. That's the best time to be productive and solve a problem. Do you remember when I had to wake up really, really early in the morning yes, for a while? Oh, totally. Remember how I said it was like, so awesome for me. And I like could think so clearly and like all of that. Oh my gosh. It's just so true. I feel like I struggle with this 
now I feel like if I would wake up early before my kids got up, I could think a little bit more clearly and be productive. But that's going against your thing here. No, it's saying that if you get up early, get be productive quick. Like don't don't like lay around. Don't be lethargic. Right. You know what I'm saying? Those early coffee. So like when Uh you like have something to do, like get up and do it. Interesting. I need to do that. It says have a high protein breakfast to fuel fuel you throughout the day. Your best window of time is between four and six PM. Turn off electronics by eleven and hit the sheets by midnight. So Wow. I know. Interesting. That is so good. Pretty crazy. So spot on. So if you're a wolf like me, it says that you're introspective, you're highly creative, and you're introverted, which I totally am. Go to bed by midnight, wake up by seven, and there you go. So there you go. I know. Okay. Wow. So we were not any of the other two. I'm going to read them off really quickly. The other two are the lion, which the the lion is... Most alive in the morning. They have high energy levels before noon. They can complete tons of work before noon. What would you call George, actually? Like, what is his type of rhythm? I would totally classify Jeremy as a lion. Like, he is so productive from, like, 6 a.m. to noon, 100%. Yeah, I would say so, too. I would say George. George is an early riser because he has to be for work. But then also he's been going to the gym before work, too. And so it's like extra early. But like, I I don't know. Finish describing these two and then I'll tell you kind of what I think. It says that the lion is a natural leader. He's charismatic. He's an early riser. Um, But they definitely hit that afternoon slump afternoon. And sometimes would do really good with a power nap in the early afternoon. They tend to wind down and decompress kind of early in the night and are definitely asleep by 10 p.m. So I would 100% classify my Jeremy as this. When he hits the pillow, he's out. Like if it's 10 o'clock, you know what I mean? But he like is he's thriving in the morning. He wakes up ready to go. I would say this describes George too, but let me hear the fourth one. Okay, so the fourth one is the dolphin. And it says the dolphin, which is not George, I doubt, is the insomniac. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Which originally when I was reading these, I thought this was what I was. It says the the dolphin, I guess dolphins in real life, like the actual dolphin, um, they sleep with half their brain on at all times. So like they're never like fully shut down. They're always kind of aware of like predators and whatnot. Think of animals like that. They have to be swimming, actively swimming. They can they just sit and float and sleep. So they have to be moving. So probably so weird. I totally thought that I was an a dolphin because I've always classified myself as kind of an insomniac. But it says that dolphins have a um they their brain is always kind of half on. They have an extremely hard time waking up in the morning, um, but they're highly intelligent, kind of scatterbrained, and very disorganized in a lot of ways. So these are probably your, like, really, really, um, like, they they classified, like, a celebrity, and there's a lot of, like, um, artists like Jackson Pollock and, like, Steve Jobs, like, people who are just, like, next level, like, brilliant they're the dolphins. Like they never really shut down essentially. So that's kind of your dolphin. It says that less than 10% of the population is a dolphin and they only sleep from like midnight to six, about six hours a night. So interesting. What would you say George is? Yeah. I think a lion, lion. Yeah, possibly a bear, but I think a lion, he can get, just get going a lot faster than me in the morning. I would say he's, I wouldn't say he's like a morning person, but he's very efficient. When like does he, he just do gets his going. best work? Probably yes. In the Probably morning. Probably the morning. Because yeah. we both can kind of hit an afternoon lull. Where are you a napper? Like, can you nap? I can. Oh, I could. I do my best sleeping from like 1 to 4 p.m. A hundred percent. Okay. But do, does that, I, I can't does go to sleep at night. You? Yeah. No, like you can't no. wake up. You can't go back to bed. No, or are but, you waking up and you groggy the rest of the day no, or is it okay? Really. I sleep yeah. so good. Or like early morning from like 5 a.m. to 8. I sleep so good. It's right. crazy. Interesting. But yeah. I, I'm not very productive during the morning at okay. all. Yeah. Like, Turn me on about 5 p.m. on till midnight and I'm good to go. That's totally. So interesting. Yeah, I know. I would say mornings, but it's funny because like some of the questions were like, I would say I'm most efficient like 10 to like one. I would agree. Because like early morning, yes. And I kind of get going. I'm kind of slow to whatever. 
But like, I think I'm like most attentive, like energized in those hours where I could be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even working out, it asked about working out. And that's interesting because you were telling me some people working out at night, it's like totally can throw them off, which a lot of us us adults do because we work and stuff or we have kids. So then you go work out late, but then it throws your body because it like wakes it up and it's not ready to go to sleep. Yeah. So, but then mornings are hard too, because then that means I have to wake up extra early. So how did you answer that question? When would you prefer to work out? I would prefer nine to four. Nine to if four. It was like six to nine, nine to four, like eight to 10 or something, you know? I did mine the latest hour. At night. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I know. No, I prefer like if I could go to the gym every day at like 930 and really? then I'd be like, oh, wake and energized after yes. and I'd go do my stuff and whatever. Oh my gosh. But yeah. And see, mine is like 5 p.m. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When I would prefer to go, yeah. which is not conducive at all to a family life. Like, right. yeah, and that's the thing, and, a mother's and that's just schedule. Like the story of all of this. Jeremy and I were talking about like how Western society has very much just been built on one type where it's like you wake up, you're productive from eight to five, you go home, you eat dinner. Like, it's not really productive for like my chronotype. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where yeah. like, you sleep in later, you sleep till nine and then you wake up and you work from like 11 to six. And then like, it's like my chronotype is pushed back from his about four hours. And so we were but just it talking about it. Some chronotypes though, yeah. I mean, I bet some there's work schedules that can work with some of those oh, chronotypes. Totally. And then maybe like if people could know that, maybe that's what help yeah. them choose their scheduling or even their careers because some people are night shifts or late shifts and that can totally. serve them. Some people that throws them off full time all the time. They're just thrown off because oh of their gosh. hours. Yes. And what we were talking about too is like having this kind of information. Like for me, I feel like I've always been trying to fit my life into this whole. Do you know what I mean? Like this little calendar. Oh, it's like a box. And like yeah. when I'm not biologically built for it, like that's not where I thrive. Like I think it can be very like freeing and like really help your life in general. Like if you just kind of understand, like if your husband is a morning person, let him take the morning responsibilities. Like let him do that. If you're both working, especially like if you're splitting the parenting responsibilities, like let him do that and thrive in that. And then you take the nighttime and you do bedtime and like whatever, just kind of like realizing like what you're working with, I guess, biologically. I love that. Yeah. You know, and like, I feel like throughout my life, I've like tried every sleep medicine. I've tried every Unisom, every anything. And like, I don't know. I, I I guess I just get so sick of taking pills at the end of the day. I hate oh, yeah. taking sleep medicine because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it always, I feel like I've just hung over the next day or whatever. So lately I've just kind of quit all of it. I, I'm taking like a little bit of melatonin here and there. And then Jeremy's like helping me out in the morning and we're trying to just kind of roll with find it. maybe the yeah, right find scheduling a balance, right it's interesting yeah. so true i don't know i just feel like as we're kind of coming into this like next generation and whatever like work schedules are a little bit more flexible people work from home like whatever it's just something to be aware of maybe well and i guess it's also something to be aware of with your own children oh, and especially totally. as they're infants and toddlers when you're trying to sleep train them have some grace having some oh, grace with like you know yes. knowing that they may not fit in that box even though you might try really hard because it is nice to be predictable. Totally. It's nice to know what they're going to be doing when. But if it's not working out for you, then this is a kind of like a it's proven answer. You're doing. It's right. no parenting it's fault. That this is different. Totally. Everyone's different. Exactly. So anyway, I just, I came across it about a week and a half ago and I was like so excited about it. I was like, this is so cool. And like, I, I just think like scientific genetics, all that stuff is just so fascinating. It really is. Well, I think it's just all the more tools to help you like oh do you best. Yes. And so to know these things and be like, okay, I'm not this crappy mom that just can't get up and make waffles at 6 a.m. And like everybody else has these, that has their clothes ironed and they're like right. giving kisses and at the door. And they've already two miles and, and, in the morning. Right. And they're yeah. already done up and done. Because that's always, I've always felt like mom guilt that like, because you've talked about that, you and yeah, I, and totally. you said that that worked well for you for a while, that you'd be up early before them and like you'd be done and you wouldn't have to get ready. And it just felt like your day started. Whereas sometimes for me, I'm like, I cannot get up that much earlier than oh my, my kids. Gosh, it's I like know. such a struggle. I know. I need every ounce of the sleep. And then when I'm up with them, I'm like in my jammies and I'm making breakfast and I'm like half awake. And I'm like, man, I suck. I should just like 
you know, know. get like more awake and get on top of it and make them a better breakfast and do things. But sometimes I guess maybe this is just, you just can't (laughs) reassurance to know like everybody's schedule, everybody works best at different hours. And that just may not be my hour. I know. So anyway, I was excited to share it. I thought it was super cool. Again, go read the show notes on the episode. We'll put a a quiz on there that we did, which we shared. And then um, you can follow us on Instagram at the mom voice podcast. We'll probably put a few things up on it throughout the week there. Um, But yeah, let us know what you are. We would love to hear. I think it's super fun. So, okay. Before we go any further, we want to tell you about Betty's. Both Sarah and I have converted all of our kids' beds over to Betty's. It's an amazing one-piece bedding that goes on like a fitted sheet. That's it. You're done. You pull the zippers up on each side and make the bed, and it looks done and ready to go for the day. It's super simple for kids, definitely for a bunk bed or even an RV trailer. We've loved it, and even some of my friends my age use them on their beds. They come with great sets, beautiful options, soft sheets, and even a minky option for inside the bed. I know it's so fun. We we love all the designs that Betty's has to offer. And when you go to their website, you can even see like package bundles that they have where they take all the guesswork out of it with pillow options and all the things. So go check out Betty's at Betty's.com, B-E-D-D-Y-S.com. And at checkout, make sure to enter code MOMVOICE for 15% off your total order. Again, we both love Betty so much. All of my children use them and it's the only way we get the beds made in the morning. It really does just take so much work out of the equation. All right, girl. Well, let's wrap this one up with our hits and misses of the week. What was your miss for this week? My miss is like, I almost feel guilty confessing this right here, right now. Let's go. It's juicy. No, it's really not that juicy. But I guess because of this space and my support and love here, (laughs) I feel like so horrible. But my miss is I have not really ran at all since my half marathon. Is that right? I really have not. (gasps) You guys, like I really was like, okay, I'm going to maintain this. I've worked so hard to get to this level of running. I'm going to stay on it. And I think like the first week or two after, I'm like, okay, I don't even want to run like for days. Like, give me a break. I'm getting a break. Then there was like a week or two coming up to like a trip or something. And I was like, okay, I'm going to really work on my diet right now. And I'm going to be cutting calories. And if I run, I run great. But like, I'm going to focus on my eating. Totally. And then next thing I know, oh my gosh, like I'm at the four week mark. And then like since eight, yeah. And then next thing I know, it's like, oh, we have this little weekend trip or that trip. And like, Things just kind of getting in the way. I, I picked up some, you know, more work hours, things. Like, it just got busy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys. And that has been one of the things you've said throughout is that running takes time. It takes time. Yeah. And I will say, and I probably did say this, I never like learned to love it. Like I never really? loved it. No, you I, have not said that. Did I say not no. say that? No, like I did it and I knew I had to do it and I pushed and I worked really hard at it. But I would never say I got to a point where I'm like, this is awesome. Like, it's therapeutic. I can't imagine my life not running. I can't imagine not doing this. This is a new part of me. No. So are you missing the RUN gene, the run gene? <laughs> That's like turned on. You oh, don't have the runner gene. The runner gene. Oh, yes. I'm missing the running gene. Oh, you I didn't totally, get what I was yeah. saying. No, no, totally. no. Oh, my I, gosh. No, and that's the thing. I like, yeah. and I've said this for like 18 months now, you guys. I, I'm like, I am not a runner. And it's. It's interesting, but I guess I know what it takes to do it. And I always told myself, I can't like lose it because if I did, if that was the first thing everyone would ask me, are you going to do it again? Will you do it again? Do you want to do another half? And I told myself if I were to do another half, I wouldn't want to lose this. Like the working up towards it, the gain that you have to do to get to that point is was so, so hard. So hard. What's so that? hard. So hard. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. hard. It's just so hard. Like I'm like, I don't want to endure that again. I just have to maintain this. Well, I probably already lost it. I mean, I don't know. If I went and ran no. two miles tomorrow, I have no idea what it I I'd doubt be, it. Maybe okay to run 10 miles tomorrow. Heck no. So Gosh. I'm disappointed in myself in that way. But life just like that. And that's the thing. When I was running, especially at the end there, those last like six weeks, I was passing on other things. Do you know what I mean? Like I was giving oh, yeah, up my totally. time of like tennis or like even just like housework or like kid time or whatever. Like I was passing on other things because I knew I had to do this. So now I've taken that off the plate and just filled it back with the other things. 
And so it's just hard with the, like a demanding schedule right oh now. Gosh, I know. So, yeah. Uh, there's a time and a season. I know. I know. Maybe, maybe in come, a few years we'll maybe go we'll come runners. back. I don't know. I know. <laughs> or maybe I could really get with it and wake up at 530 in the morning oh, and do my running. Girl, that <gasps> seems so hard. It really does. All right. Well, my miss of the week is that I feel like this year more than any other, I'm kind of going into the summer months with no schedule. Like it's just all up in the air at the moment. I don't even know. Nothing is like solidified. I don't have any camps booked. I don't even know. And I have no vacations planned. I don't have any travel home to Texas planned. I don't even know, Lauren. It's kind of like snuck up on me at this point. Yeah. It's bizarre. I, it really, it really I feel like we were at spring break literally two days ago. Not really, but theoretically in my brain, we were just there. Right. And like all of a sudden school's about to be out and like it's go time. <laughs> It like is. Not prepared. You guys here in, in Arizona, we're getting out the third, well, the kind of like the second and third week of May. Yeah, You're, are like, you the third I'm or the fourth? fourth? I'm the fourth. So week. we're the third. Okay. We're the third week of May. So we're already almost halfway through April. So, I mean, we're, we're like five weeks out and it's, it's crazy. Like it has crept up on me. And I say that every year we hit spring break mid-March and then it's like done. We I like, know. it is such a downhill and so fast. So I hear you, but we've got to get on it. I feel like, I feel like I always have things lined up. Like I'm either doing, I'm going to Texas or I'm going to California or we're doing this or that or like whatever we're going, we went to park city last year, like all these things. And like, none of that is happening. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just, my kids have been asking, they're like, what are we doing this summer? What are we doing? What are we doing? And I'm like, I don't know. We might just be swimming at home. <laughs> right. I, no I know. Idea. And yes. And honestly, oh. just kind of a slower schedule is yeah. like first priority for me right now. Oh. Like not running to the sports games, not being up for school and running for homework and everything. That sounds kind of just divine. And can we just talk about how full circle that comment is oh, that like the totally. COVID situation where totally. it was like, we are just dying to do anything oh, and yes. now it's just like we've done all the things and it's like okay slow it down again well, yeah I think you know? I, honestly that's I do so think that's what it is I yeah. think we had a taste of what that's like when yeah. you literally it's all taken away like you can't yeah. do anything you just chill you, and we didn't you and me especially like the type of women and like whatever mothering we do we don't even know what that's like, just taking it all off the table. Like taking there's just breath, nothing. Totally. And so like the fact we did have a taste of that and knowing like how simple and like, I don't know, I freeing in a weird way it was. It is like weird to be like, okay, I'm kind of craving that. I'm kind of looking forward to summer, yeah. even though like kids are home and they we want to pull our hair out. But it's like, I don't have to be up at 630 in the morning getting you out the door. I don't have to have you at practice right after school. Like we can kind of roll with our days oh a gosh. little bit. Hallelujah. And that is going to be so nice. Totally. Okay. Tell me what your hit of the week was. I guess on the heels of that is, you know, I have a sixth grader and it's my Tristan. And I was just thinking as I was like getting ready to record, I'm like, man, we've been doing this three years now. And I feel like back at the beginning, especially... I talked a lot about Tristan. That's crazy. I talked a lot about Tristan and just like how he was tough for me. And yeah. I like struggled with kind of discipline and just his like whatever, a little bit of his like spunky attitude and all that. And I guess I really haven't touched on him specifically in a long time, but it's just been interesting. I guess it's my hit. And like he just went on a little California trip for the sixth grade. And, you know, I just got a great report back from so many people. I know a sweet boy and how great he was. And he Aww. was so like respectful and Yay. manners and all those things. And, you know, you just are so proud Aww. to hear those things when it's like from other people. And especially when they're spending long lengths of time with them. It wasn't just like a two hour game. It was like a weekend. And so I was like super proud of him to hear that. And it's just funny. I just am just seeing glimpses here and there. I mean, he definitely can get on my nerves like no other, like none of my other children can. But <laughs> he is like growing up and we're getting ready for this next chapter of middle school and just all these new things. And and it's really fun to see him like really start to kind of bloom and mature in all the right ways. Yes. You just like hope that's going to fall into place. You hope it's going oh, the right way in the right direction. And, and you know, and it is. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him. Oh so. my gosh. He's going to junior high I know. next Isn't year. Isn't that crazy? crazy? Seventh grade next year. I know. It's wild. Wow. So wild. Oh my gosh. So, anyways. okay. Well, my hit of the week is that I just have to stop down and like take notice that my children, the two that are in school right now, for the past like six weeks have 100% 
gotten themselves ready for school without me even getting out of bed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, I mean, like get dressed, brush teeth, do hair, get their bags ready. Granted, we buy school lunch. I don't pack a school lunch. I suck, whatever. But like, Aww. you know what I'm saying? It, but it fin- it hit me like this week. I was like, dude, I'm like, I've like th- crossed a threshold here. Like yeah. they're, they're taking care of themselves. Oh, no, it's huge. And this is incredible. It is incredible. It's that's so a huge. Funny. No, it, that's huge. It's funny because my Caleb, my kindergartner, he is such, I have to literally pull him out of bed still. Do you? All the other kids like jump up. Yes. They like to get ready. They like to have a few extra minutes. He's a wolf, Lauren. Yeah, he must He's be. a wolf. He is a wolf. Like Auntie like, Sarah. I, yep. I have to literally pull that little wolf cub out of the bed. I'm like, dude, come on. We got no time. He is so funny. Like, Aww. so that's great. Good job, guys. No, it's so funny because my Landon, he's obviously like two and a half years younger than Kate. Um, he's just from day one. He's just like up. He's a morning person getting his hair done. He's so responsible. Not lying. I know my Kate, <laughs> bless her heart, man. She's just coming around to it. And like, I don't, I don't know. I'm being honest. If she has a crush, I don't know what's going on. That's like motivating this, but she's like getting up in the morning, doing her hair, oh. looking right. I'm like, know what the motivation well, talk is about here. growing up. Kate is definitely oh. on the cusp of teenagehood. Blooming herself. She is just like we we went on a trip all together recently and she just you and she looks older. Like I, I don't know it's how up. she's styling oh, herself, yeah. carrying herself. You guys. She is just this little thing. Guys, it is next level. It is like seeing mini me 20 something years ago. Oh, I'm oh not gosh. even kidding. Crazy. From like the little hair pieces hanging down the front to the backpack she has on to I all the, the mini back. I'm just like, can you stop? It's too much. It's crazy. It's, I know. It's crazy. Growing up. It it's totally crazy. Is. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do us for this episode. We're so glad that you joined joined us. Welcome, welcome to any new people. We hope you subscribe and follow the show wherever you're listening. If you haven't yet, we would really, really love it if you would go leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen. It really does help us more than you know. You can find us on all the social platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the things at Yes, the Mom Voice Podcast. And we are back every single Monday with a brand new episode. So make sure to tell your family, your friends, and just show up. We would love to have you here. So anything else, Lauren? That's going to do it. But this was a fun one. Take care of each other. It was fun. Go get some sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.